1: What's up, and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for a very spooky Friday the 13th in October.
0: Whoa. Whoa. The best Friday the 13th you can ask for. The Devil's
1: Day. <laughs> the Devil's Day. <laughs> of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I'm joined by Blessing at o. O. Jr. Do
0: you have any special plans for the Devil's Day?
1: Um, I, I do, actually. I'm going on a not one, not two, but triple date. Tonight. Oh. Yeah. With uh with Gia, some of my best friends from middle school and some of my, my former best friends from middle school that I haven't seen in, in, in a quite a long time. Since middle school? Um we, we caught up every once in a while, but it's we used to be really, really close, but then you know, just kinda of things have fallen off. But um, yeah, I know it's, 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 I'm excited for that. Should Very be cool. Exciting.
0: What are the, what are the date plans? Are you doing Are you going to a haunted house or is it? No, we're no, we're dinner? just going, we're going to uh, this, this
1: restaurant that like I've been to before and I'm like, guys, I don't think we should go here. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause last time I went there, it was just me and Gia and we were the only people there. And you know, when you're the only people at a restaurant. Yeah. Already the vibes are feeling kind of weird and then they give you a lot of extra attention and then it gets even weirder because it's like I feel like every time this happens they end up giving you a bunch of free stuff oh hey try that you should try this you should try this. it's on the house it's on the house and now all of a sudden I'm like well, okay well no one's here because this place isn't that good mm-hmm. and now I have a whole bunch of food in front of me that I feel like I need to eat yeah
0: where you don't want to eat it <laughs> yeah like, you're just like, being forced to eat a bunch of food where you're like oh this is mid like yeah. it's not bad enough to where it's like you want to walk out but it's not good enough to where it's like I want to do this yeah it's got a bunch a bunch of what, what kind of food was it What was the cuisine um, it was a, it's a Vietnamese fusion, and okay. some of the stuff
1: was good, but like some of it, I was just like, yeah, this just ain't. ain't there's just so, so much good Vietnamese in San Francisco, so it was like, whose eh. idea
0: was it to go here then?
1: Um, it, it, my friend that I haven't seen in a long time, mm. and I was like, if I'm being he honest, you didn't have it
0: in you to be like, ah, actually, no, I
1: did. Uh, I, I told him everything I just told you. I told them. Okay, uh, but it was more, I didn't have it in me to come up with a better plan. And this place, very close to my house.
0: Okay. So it's the so like, I get that. I get that. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Alright, cool. I don't have to cross a bridge. I don't have to like, you know, yeah. veer through traffic. Well, actually,
1: because they did suggest another place that was like pretty deep uh, South Bay. And I'm like, I know that place is way better. But I even I hey, I was being straight up with them. I'm like, that place is better. But this place is closer to my house, so yeah. let's just do it. I get it. I, I mean, at that
0: point, it's for the hangs, right? Second yeah. The
1: exactly. What What are you got going on tonight?
0: Oh, absolutely nothing. Good. I don't know what I'm. I think I might. What is uh, the new episode of Gen V Is that a Thursday night? Thing? Oh, it is. Last night, yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah. Right. I might just chill. Place. I'm not. I might not even play video games. Wow. Because I need a break. You do, dude. I deserve that break. I played so many video games in the last two months. Yeah. And I think I've hit the point where I'm like nothing else. Yeah. I know like I'm, I'm you at the restaurant where I'm like stop bringing stop. me, stop bringing me food, no, totally I'm just gonna it. chill, I'm gonna watch some television because um, like I feel like every year there's always something that has to give right where like last year I didn't watch many movies at all like I put up my letterbox list of movies I saw last year and I was like man I've not watched shit. and so this this year I've been watching hella movies but what that means is that I'm not watching TV at all Yeah. and so and granted and you can correct me if I'm wrong I feel like this has been a weak TV year no, I mean, I feel like it's been no, no. There's no? been, there's been some, no,
2: we like some. We got we got Dave. Uh, yeah, but we always have Dave. It's been all,
1: well, that's the, we don't always. Yeah. It feels that way, but it's like it's mm. it's more of an every other year type thing uh, okay. with, with Dave. I, I feel like there's been some hitters. There's been some misses as well, but I think we're really thriving right now, man. What's like, the in
0: 2023? What are the top? top five tv shows hard for me to like off
1: the top okay bring it up i'll have to think about a little bit but i mean gen v right now is the end i know you're watching it so you you know what's up if you guys aren't watching gen v get on it man it is so damn good loki's a fun time we're gonna talk about that on the screencast reservation dogs
2: uh final season i think just uh came out too which one is that reservation dogs uh it's about uh native kids in like the middle of the country. Okay. It's like produced by Taika Waititi. Oh,
0: and it's an FX joint.
2: Yes. Anything the FX Bears does. The
0: season two. Oh, you're right. This year. The yeah, Bears. the Bear was this year. The Bear season. You're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. The Bear season two is fucking secession. Sick. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, but I, I'm i not watched. I need to catch the one Last one of Us. The Last of Us. Yeah, yes. You're right. The okay, you're right. Blushers out
1: now. But uh, anyway, thing, things are great. Here's the thing, bus. I need to tell you a story because I need. What? <laughs> Goddamn!
0: What are you looking at? You? Oh Jesus Christ! I got Let's got Get there. I got got So <laughs> Tim, up. I walked onto the set. I didn't see it. I didn't see, I it, didn't see it. I, I was too focused on Skelly over here. That was like a really good slate of hand. Where you you came over here, you put down Skelly.
1: Goddamn fucking monster! <laughs> get it out of here!
0: <laughs> it really does pop up in the random places. Like yesterday, I was uh, getting ready to PS Love You, and I look and I see that I see it just face toward the door of the streaming room. And like, if uh, it, it was meant to freak out Snowick Mike, but it still freaked me out because I was like, "Who yeah. the yeah. fuck is this child?" Really no, it, quick, it gets I, you every I time.
2: did. If if y'all want to check out Mike playing more Kingdom Hearts yesterday, obviously check that out. He's getting close to the end of Kingdom Hearts <laughs> one. Uh, but we did capture on stream. Uh, I, I snuck in the creepy girl into the actual streaming room and had it face him. So if he ever got up. That'd be the first thing he saw. So if you wanna, if you wanna find that, there's a special moment of him getting up on stream and freaking the fuck out. So hell yeah,
1: what yeah. a time to be alive! You know, let, let's get into. There's a lot of video game news to talk about, yeah, so let's is. do just that because this is kind of funny. Games Daily today's stories include Microsoft completes its Activision acquisition. Finally, <laughs> it is done. We may rest. Uh, Sonic Superstars reviews are out uh, and a whole bunch more. Of course, this is kind of funny. Games Daily each and every weekday. We come at you live with all the video game news that you need to know. It's at 10 a.m. Pacific. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash games. If you can't watch live, you can watch later on YouTube or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Games Daily, and we'll be right there. For you uh if you are watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of slash you're wrong uh and remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases and at no extra cost to you we get some of that money and it's great and it helps the world go round but if you want to help the world go round even more and allow us to do bigger and crazier things like enjoy This beautiful, beautiful studio that we've had for an entire year now, bless. This is the year anniversary of the spare
0: bedroom. And the smoke machines. It's
1: wild. Absolutely wild. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Can I
0: give myself a year wrong? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure a year ago, Mm -hmm. I said that these smoke machines weren't going to make it past (laughs) week three. And here they are, <laughs> and baby. The and, they are and, you know later, and you know what? And both these smoke machines are functioning. You, you were yeah. almost Hell right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you were almost right. I
2: can't believe we made it this far. It was touch and go for a while.
1: I love it, man. We need more of them. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny might make that happen. Uh, it gets you the show ad free. You get a whole bunch of bonus content and you get to watch a lot of the shows live as we record them. little housekeeping for you. We're throwing a meet and greet fundraiser for Extra Life. Uh, we'll square pie guys is actually doing it. You all can come hang out with some of us on October 25th, celebrating the launch of the kind of funny pizza, a buffalo chicken pie, and raising money for the big, beautiful kids. All the proceeds from the tickets will go to our Extra Life fundraising. You'll be entered to win a whole bunch of cool prizes and you get some good pizza. Uh, you can go get tickets at kindoffunny.com slash SPG party for more information on that. Uh, a new episode of PSI Love You XOXO is up right now, and the crew ranks the best Spider-Man games. You can check that out. I feel
0: like this is one that we should have had Tim Gettys on. I feel yeah? like you got some opinions on Spider-Man games. Oh, I definitely do. do you, can you name off a top five Spider-Man games? I mean, not, not even a ranked, just a top five. Well, top five, I feel like. Uh... And this includes games including Spider-Man, because one of mine was Marvel vs. Capcom.
1: Oh shit! I mean, okay, that that's very difficult, then. Because yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom two for Marvel sure. Snap probably uh, in there for you. Oh, Marvel Snap! I mean, yeah, fuck it, he's in there. So yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater two.
0: Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Hell yeah! I didn't even think about that. That's um, really good. Obviously,
1: the Insomniac games. I feel like I would count all of them in yeah. some way, um, at least. That's uh, five Spider-Man right there. Miles. Um, can't talk about Spider Man two. Um, but the uh, the real answer for me that I think is very important to shout out is Neighbor- Never man Spider Man one. Yep. Because that is definitely the thing that got me to fall in absolute love with Spider-Man. Like that was the turning point for me where I'm like, Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters IP in existence. Where I had watched the the cartoons when I was little, but that game really was what introduced me to the the Rogues Gallery and Stan Lee being the creator and like because he was the the voice. He yeah, was, was the, narrator. the narrator. Like there was something about that that just uh they nailed it. And also it was never soft, which like Tony Hawk, come on.
0: I, mean, I miss the mind. abilities in that one. Yeah. Like, they had like the dumb like web dome where he'd yeah. dome himself out with webs and then explode. He had the thing where he would turn his fist into webs. Bring that back. I yeah. feel like that would work in Insomniac Spider-Man. Hell yeah,
1: dude! Um, yeah, you can check that out now on youtubecom slash games and the PS I Love You XOXO uh, podcast feed. Over on Patreon, there's new Remember Blank going up where the crew remembers their favorite Comic-Con memories. And I want to give a shout out to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool and Delaney Twining. Thank you so much for your support. Today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
2: time for some news. We have five
1: stories today.
2: A Baker's Dozen!
1: I played Never Spider-Man for the first time on the Nintendo 64.
0: Was it on the Nintendo 64? Oh, it was,
1: and it was rough. But I didn't know I was a dumb kid. I don't you think I realized. That. I mean, the N64 had so many issues, mainly that like the the CDs could hold so much more data than the cartridges could. So like the the sound quality was just absolute garbage. Parable, yeah. The amount of sound that could even be on it was like lessened, so like the loops would be a lot quicker. Like I remember I even played Tony Hawk one. The for my first Tony Hawk experience was N64. That's insane. Blasphemy. That's insane. Um, but the it couldn't even hold an entire song from Tony Hawk. Like, it would loop after mm, like 45 seconds.
0: That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah it was I, real bad. My first Tony Hawk experience was a demo on PC. Hell yeah. Yeah, at my friend's house. And I, house, they had to tear me away from that computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was, it was a problem because I kept playing it. I was like, what is this game? Like, yep. I'm having such a good time. So damn good. Um, but story number one.
1: Microsoft completes Activision Blizzard acquisition. This comes from Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft has finalized its $68.7 billion deal to acquire Activision Blizzard, the publisher of Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Diablo. The Verge exclusively reported last week that Microsoft was planning to close today, and now it's official. The acquisition required 20 months of battles with regulators in the UK and US, but Microsoft has closed its Activision Blizzard deal after defeating the federal trade. Commission. Why did you need to phrase it that way? First off, the acquisition required 20 months of battles, which, like, we've reported on, so I understand it, but also... It was 20 months of battles. 20 months of battles is a long time, but also the battles is hilarious. But make it sound like war. Defeated <laughs> the Federal Trade, Trade Commission. Like,
2: they want to say Trade Federation so bad. Like, they want I to make did. this Star Wars. I did. Where's Newt Gunray at?
1: Uh, and restructuring the deal to appease the competition and markets authority, the CMA, in the U.K., "Quote: We love gaming. We play games, create games, and know firsthand how much gaming means to all of us as individuals and collectively as a community. And today, we officially welcome Activision Blizzard and their teams to Xbox, says Xbox Chief Phil Spencer. As one team, we'll learn, innovate, and continue to deliver on our promise to bring the joy and community of gaming to more people. We'll do this in a culture that strives to empower everyone to do their best work, where all people are welcome, and is centered on our ongoing commitment of gaming for everyone. The deal is Microsoft's largest acquisition ever, far in excess of the $26 billion Microsoft paid to acquire LinkedIn in 2016, and the $7.5 billion it paid to acquire Bethesda in 2021. This is Microsoft's biggest ever push into gaming, and the company said at the original announcement of this mega deal that it will now be the third largest gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. Microsoft now plans to add many of Activision Blizzard's games to Xbox Game Pass. Quote, Today we start the work to bring beloved Activision, Blizzard, and King franchises to Game Pass and other platforms. Which we will share more about when you can expect to play in the coming months. We know you're excited, and we are too.
0: Nice to have that weight off of our shoulders yep. of like the anticipation the speculation, the what does this mean, the CMA blocking it, but then also, oh, what about the FTC? Oh, but what about, what also about, like, Europe, right? Like, I'm glad that we're past all this, and now we're just at the final moment of, hey, like, this happened, we can now talk about it as official, right? Like, this is a thing that uh, that's going down. The, the A few fascinating things, right? Like, Microsoft being the third behind Tencent and Sony. If you had asked me to rank like the top three, like yeah. who are the top three highest earning revenues in video games? Like I, w- I don't think I would have done Sony Tencent and then Microsoft in that order. Definitely not. Like I, pro- I pro- it wasn't that order though. Tencent's Dude. first. Wait, is Tencent first. Is I ten- mean, at least
1: in order of how they, they set it here behind Tencent and Sony. I, I don't know if that is ranked, but mm-hmm. it says third largest gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony.
0: That is wild. That's it the case. is yeah um but yeah like that's that that stuck out to me in terms of like damn that's that's crazy that's wild uh but then the other thing is here uh there was a xbox organization chart that was tweeted out by clobrill and Bear. i have that at the top at the bottom of the article if you want to pull it up and it really does a good job at displaying just like the how wild this is right like when you look at the amount of studios that you have under activision right the amount of studios in ip i should say that are under blizzard and how you compare that to bethesda and how you compare that to xbox game studios like they are triple the size of a sony right they are triple the size of a nintendo this is ridiculous when you look at it all zoomed out like this it's utterly
1: ridiculous because what we're looking at here are teams these are not games i feel like other companies couldn't even do this with, with game logos. Oh, right? yeah. So, this is actually teams that a lot of these have multiple teams within them that can be working on multiple projects. It's, it's absolutely wild. I love that my boy Crash is getting some love there. Uh, real quick, of course, there's memes for days, and everybody's tweeting about this from every perspective. Uh, the most important one I saw was from uh, Mike Minotti, who says, "Can't believe Microsoft has owned Activision for literally hours and still hasn't announced a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater." Mm. And I'm with you, man. Mm. I'm with <laughs> Bart, <you. laughs> right there. Uh, but yeah, this is this is wild. And like to your point of, you know, it's been 20 months of battles that we're finally on this other side of. It's done. We can move on. Obviously, we're gonna be talking about the ramifications of this for years forever. to come, potentially yeah. forever. And uh what excites me about this is that we're finally moving on from at least this era of the legal battles
0: and FTCs not letting me be and all that stuff. That, like the, the thing I will say in like in terms of like, you know, shout out to all this happening. I've learned so much. So much, dude. I've, I've learned Straight so up. much about how the legal system works, yep. about how how acquisitions work, right? About about trials and like having different territories having their own different divisions that are responsible and having to go through all of those. I've become I've become a changed man. I it's feel like a, I'm taking a college course. Honestly, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Are we
1: experts? Absolutely
0: not. No, not even close. But we're, we're at least aware of a couple like, things that we were this, not before. Next time <laughs> this happens, we're gonna be so equipped. Yes, You're like, yes. all right, what does the FTC thing? All right, hey, well, how does this apply to cloud gaming? Yeah. Well, like we are, we are so set for the exactly. next one. But
1: what excites me is, although we got to learn a lot of all that, we are now in our Duffy. We are now gonna be oh, able yeah. to talk about things we understand, which is video games yep. <laughs> and how that all works within the ecosystem. So we'll see how this all um, starts to shake out over the, the coming weeks, months, years. Um, but Phil, in his messaging here, seems pretty dead set on we will start seeing things soon in terms of like what is coming to game pass um what do you think we see first i don't know i mean honestly i this is the that funny troubling issue where they technically weren't really allowed to be making plans officially until things are done now that things are done how much have things not formally been planned out but they are all right yeah. cool pull that lever now push they, can, that p- button now they for- can
2: put things on paper officially <laughs> exactly you yeah. know? when are the- we getting
1: tony hawk on game pass tim dude that's the thing I, I i i think what i'm most interested in is how extensive this all is because mm-hmm. there's so many different strategies that microsoft can employ now in terms of game pass of are they gonna do more of a drip feed type thing and like treat things like events of dropping here's The Tony Hawk games, whatever one they end up adding, again, licensing issues with music. I feel like so much of Activision's back catalog um, is unlikely to show up when you start looking at like the old Marvel games or um, the, I mean, Activision's just had so many IP-based things or even like licensed soundtrack uh, type games that I don't know that we'll ever actually see them. Guitar Hero is a great example, right? Um, All of those things I I doubt that are going to pop up. Um, And if they do, it's gonna be exciting. Are they gonna wanna do that as one giant drop of, yo, every single thing we could possibly put on Game Pass now is there, or do they kinda do, here's the Call of Duty collection, here's the this
0: collection, and like try to make moments out of it. I mean, that's the Nintendo way
1: of doing it. Exactly, and like for the first time ever, Microsoft has enough of a back catalog due to this acquisition to pull a Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm so, I'm fascinated uh, about this on the side of, I imagine it's so overwhelming. For the Xbox leadership team to look at now look at this and go all right like what where do we even start with all this right because you talk about the different IP you talk about the different um you know franchises and brands that you have under Activision Blizzard let alone what you had as Xbox already let alone what you have under the Bethesda brand and you know you look at the army of studios that you have as Xbox Studios now between Bethesda Activision Blizzard and it is how do we divide this up how what do we bring back you know you bring up names like guitar hero we bring up names like tony hawk right these are well-known um you know legendary franchises that that have like you know been a mainstay in video games or at least had their moment in time where when you think about video games you think about these franchises right like guitar hero has been that tony hawk has been that are you gonna bring those back how do you bring those back are they worth bringing those back and there's so many conversations to have in terms of like going franchise to franchise and asking the questions of How do we bring this back even if we do?
1: And dude, what's so interesting is there's so many different elements to talk about here where you say bring back. Mm -hmm. Does that mean bring back old ones to Game Pass? Does that mean bring back new iterations? Does that mean reboot, remake,
0: sequel? Yeah, all of that, right? Like even in my head, obviously like franchise per franchise, but I look at Guitar Hero and we talk about how, yeah, it's probably difficult to just bring a Guitar Hero back because of all the licensing stuff involved, right? If you're gonna bring back Guitar Hero, I guess you bring it back as a reboot, but then it is, how do, are we gonna do the physical thing? You have to, if it's Guitar Hero, is that viable? Best Buys aren't even selling physical media anymore. <laughs> like, are people gonna show up to, be- to Best Buy to buy Guitar Hero guitar? You know, you start to ask those questions. You can go over to Tony Hawk and you go, all right, like Tony Hawk three plus four, do we green light it? Do we make mm, that a thing? Is please. that gonna be, worth- <laughs> please do, but is that gonna be worthwhile for us as Xbox? Or do we make a new Tony Hawk? Do we make a Tony Hawk platform? you know do we make a games as a service tony hawk and so who's gonna make tony hawk infinite (laughs) oh dude i'll I'll
1: fucking take it please uh what's extra exciting to me about this and again there's so there's pros and cons obviously Mm -hmm. i'm looking at this now we've talked about so many of the cons for months we've talked about so many of the pros for months with where this is at looking at this infographic as a gamer that's excited to play games there's a lot to be excited about and Activision has always been one of the biggest players in the game, but they never felt like they had the presence that a lot of the other uh, groups did. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they didn't ever have E3 press conferences, right? Mm. They would have E3 E3 shows. Like I remember like, but Eminem comes out and Rihanna comes out and they do a concert for the people that are there. They're not making announcements at their own showcase. Like that's just not Activision's uh, MO, but they will show up. Call of duty will show up at whoever's the biggest Dick in the room Uh, that year between PlayStation or Xbox that generation, right at their shows and take up a a big part of their their showcase. That's kind of changed over the years to Call of Duty kind of having its own showcases and own events. Call of Duty event year after year because Call of Duty's kind of just become the biggest thing ever. But Call of Duty's also kind of become Activision. Activision's become Call of Duty. They've become one in the same. I feel what's so exciting about this is we think when we start doing our predictions for Summer Game Fest, E three time frame. Microsoft Showcase. What the fuck is that going to look like, I mean, it's,
0: it's not going to be called the Xbox Bethesda Showcase anymore, right? It's going to be called the Xbox Bethesda Activision Showcase, King, Blizzard. They, <laughs>
1: like, like, Or they just call it Xbox. That's the thing is like, I wonder at what point, like do they keep Activision as a name? They kept Bethesda mm. because Bethesda meant something good. Does Activision
0: mean anything good? I think so. I think for, I, it's that weird tier layer thing of When you when you go online and you find the gamers that are on the Reddit's that are on the forums that are on like that are you know really in their Duffy in terms of being in the know for a lot of that our audience no like they see the name Activision and it is oh the Call of Duty guys that keep making the same game every year and like money hungry and all like that is what you think of when you think of Activision but when you zoom out and you just think of what Activision the name Activision means to Anybody who's just familiar with video games, there is a legacy there, right? There is the idea of, oh, Activision was the name that was at the top of like the Tony Hawk game that I booted up or the guitar or like or Call of Duty, and Call of Duty does mean a good thing for so many people, even though when you're in the duffy then it's like, okay, well may, man, maybe I might have issues here and there. It is still a big name in the way that yeah, I think you do keep the name. I also think you keep the name in the sense that the Xbox as a publisher now is the biggest publisher ever. And I think it gets really confusing now when you, if you were to get rid of the Bethesda and Activision names and King and Blizzard and go, this is all just Microsoft now. I think then it gets really muddy. I think you need these divisions to help define what these things are. Totally see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. T-
1: businessman Tim, who's not a businessman. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. <laughs> I had to right. do it. I had to fucking do it. Uh, no, the, uh, I would totally just fucking do it. Even with Bethesda. Keep Bethesda Softworks right game mm-hmm. works as uh, uh as a team but yeah. it's xbox game studio but that's the game, game studio, studio. Game yeah you're, the, you. You. you're thinking of the other one yeah
0: there's a soft in there
1: <laughs> keep those as the different teams but have it be xbox game studios get rid of the activision get rid of the bethesda and fucking own it because everything you just said about activision and people think about activision they see the splash title before imagine if it was xbox you're building that brand you're getting people to be like damn the moment they can get the general populace to think when they think Call of Duty, they think Xbox, which I don't know that will that will ever happen. Hmm. Even if Xbox or even if Call of Duty is on PlayStation, which is going to be, um, if that starts off with that Xbox, it's like that. I think that's it'll powerful, be there man. like I think you get oh, shit, both of them. Yeah, yeah I think hey, you get the hey,
0: Xbox hey. logo and the Activision logo at the top of Call of Duty when you boot it up on PlayStation you know, I think you're going to get, and let, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Is it like that with Minecraft already? Let, let, let me know. Cause I assume, it's I there. mean, it's
2: like that with the uh, psychonauts. Like you get the Xbox logo. If you play psychonauts too on uh yeah. PlayStation.
0: So already, I think you're going to have that branding. Um, I think it's that, it's that tough thing too, where I man, I have no idea how this is going to go for Xbox. Right. Like I, I think on, in terms of the, the money move aspect of it right i think they're doing the right thing for xbox and microsoft in terms of hey now we have we have access to it all we have access to activision we have access to when we own it all from the strategy and planning aspect of this man again i put myself in the shoes of a phil spencer or the shoes of anybody of anybody who's at the top of xbox game studios having to organize all this and you know we talk about playstation and nintendo as far as nintendo has an identity nintendo has organization nintendo like there is a there is an expectation you have when Nintendo announces a new game. You, you can see the vibran- the br- vibrancy of it, you can see the charm of it, you can see what a Nintendo game is, and there's a level of quality associated there because Nintendo works with Nintendo and like you know there is a standard. PlayStation is the same thing. When we think of PlayStation Studios, you think of Horizon, Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War. There is a there is an expectation and a level of quality that you expect out of that because it's PlayStation. Both PlayStation and Nintendo. I think have this catalog of studios that are manageable in that sort of way, right? Like they are in terms of studios, right? They are sized like a publisher that you that you can have that kind of collaboration between teams. Xbox, again, I don't I don't I don't know the official number now that you have for studios, but again, you are triple the size of either Nintendo or PlayStation in terms of the the, the game studios you have, and so I think in that way. You got to have Activision. You got to have Bethesda, right? They, they have to be able to organize and Bethesda games have to feel like Bethesda games.
1: I think that, that so that's so interesting because you're right. Like the breadth, the amount of content there is just organization is in, is key and important for just like the sanity of, of consumers and from the people uh, leading for, the business. Yeah. But to your point about the Nintendo PlayStation um, Xbox side of things, I'll even add uh, Ubisoft to that as well, because I feel like Ubisoft is the most comparable to one of them in terms of the amount of worldwide studios that they have. Mm-hmm. It's funny to look at Nintendo where, and I'm I, of course, people that listen to the show and people that are on video game forums and stuff know more than most people about this stuff. But the reality is Nintendo doesn't present its games as anything more than Nintendo games. Yep. They don't present it as this team's game or this team's game. It's about the game, meaning Nintendo, the energy, the understanding of Nintendo. That is through every single thing that they put out. That's why there's an excitement because it almost feels equal. Like we might know what team's working on this game versus that game. But the reality is Nintendo's making this game. Mm -hmm. PlayStation has done a great job of making it about the team and the game. People know about Sony Santa Monica, Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Gorilla, Differently than they do the Nintendo teams, yeah. And um, I'm not saying every single person in the world, but I am saying I think it's it's pretty fair to say that a lot more people know about Naughty Dog than
0: yeah. I feel I feel like the mainstream. Like, if you're watching Game Awards on Spike TV, if Game Awards is still on Spike TV, if you see the Naughty Dog logo, that means something to a lot of people that are watching.
1: Yeah, whereas the Nintendo logo means something to people. Yeah, not Nintendo EAD or whatever. Exactly. And you look at Xbox, they clearly want to go the way of Xbox. Sorry, of PlayStation. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do the Nintendo thing, right? Yeah. So because of that, I feel like, I, I think that... There is a future where they get rid of the Bethesda and Activision and it's Xbox and they focus more on the teams that are making those games because like that infographic is powerful. And if they can, if they can, I think fix the wrongs of Activision of which there are many, 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 but one of them that I want to focus on here is what they did to Activision as a whole. Activision had many, many teams working on many, many projects, many IP, all this stuff. Then they took all of them and consolidated it to, you guys are working on Call of Duty and Overwatch and that's it. Mm-hmm. I feel like getting rid of the Activision part of it or keep the Activision make it Activision like rebrand Activision to mean specific things whatever those are whether it's even just Call of Duty is made by Activision. Yeah, quote <laughs> You know. Unquote. Yeah. um which is that and I hate to say this even but the the combined team of the Vicarious Visions and the um uh you know all the different call of duty yeah, sledgehammer, sledgehammer infinity right. war like all of those treyarch exactly um but then you look at a toys for bob and you let them live
0: <laughs> separate <laughs> like, them from activision. See, Just, and I, it's and, xbox game studios and i can see that i think that makes sense if you were to take a toys for, for bob and go hey we're not branding you activision anymore we are branding you xbox And you go to like wherever that works i don't know how many more places that works right like if i was to get random right like obsidian you work better for active like i don't think that is but like you know i totally understand the idea of how do we lean this up in a way where activision means something right when you think when you see activision sure let's say you think call of duty let's really double down and like hey if you're on activation and you're not making call of duty we're just gonna make you xbox game studio now right hey if you're bethesda and like you're working on let's say we give you an ip and now you're but um, that's the game studio. Your main IP is Gears of War. We're just gonna make you an Xbox thing, right? Like I think dividing in that way could work. I, I I I get really nervous about the idea of just the breadth of studios and the organizational aspect of you know. I don't. I'm I'm admittedly right. I'm not the most educated on like who all has what role at Xbox in the way that I understand it more for PlayStation. But at Xbox, there I imagine there's somebody who's in charge of Xbox game studios. Who is hey you report to me for, you know checking up on what the first party projects are right like my job is first party and making sure that we all got our shit together i can't imagine being that person and being in charge of it all right you got to have like of, you need it you got to have 10 of those people but I, uh, yeah. You gotta have an, like that is now a team. Oh, Like I that mean, job that would be one or two people, that is oh, for sure, 10 people. Man.
1: But I still think it all goes up to Phil. And yeah. then under Phil, you get that leadership team to expand and have focus in different areas. And, but, and, like, and, and I is. think
0: the way you do that is I think, let's say Phil's the one at the top, right? You have Phil at the top, but then you also have somebody who is, in who is you are the Blizzard person and you are in charge of making sure Blizzard projects are, are good, right? You are the first party Activision person, this is your division. You are the Bethesda person, that's your division, and you are the Xbox Game Studios person, this is your division. I think that is four different people that have to, and the King person, right? So let's say that you are five different people who are now reporting to me, Phil Spencer, who is at the top of it all, making sure that as a business, Xbox First Party is operating well, right? But like, I think each of these divisions, Xbox, Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard, and King, have to have people at the top of each, in order for that to work, just because it's a lot.
1: Yeah, it is a lot. But, I, I I mean, we know already, like, even just the leadership team over at Xbox, right, with, like, with Sarah Bond doing stuff, with Matt Booty, with, uh, like, all of them. There are, and uh, even with Bethesda, um, like, their team, they kept all of them, right? And it's just, like, they let them keep functioning the way that they have. I... We'll see. There's going to be so many questions to be answered here. Yeah. But I think the fact that now these acquisitions are completed, both the Bethesda one being done a couple years ago, and now we're a couple of years in. So I feel like we are finally at the point that Bethesda is pure Xbox. There's not questions of, will this come here? Will this come there? Whatever. It's like they have, I mean, Starfield being the shining example of that. Um, we are still now years away from seeing this moment for uh, Activision, Blizzard King of what that actually looks like mm-hmm. um but i do think that i think we're gonna have a lot of insane games dailies coming up where we wake up and xbox wire posts a, a blog post that oh, is yeah. like saying some shit that we're like for reals like I hope you're doing so. what like, i hope so
0: like <laughs> i think in terms of obviously we've talked about the cons and all the stuff or industry consolidation and i stand by all that right but like i am excited to see what are the ways in which activision is going to change in the exciting ways are we going to see like Bobby Kotick had the quote earlier this week that I take with a grain of salt, but like he was talking about the return yeah. of guitar hero and I'm like, are we going to see that? Because that could be exciting, right? Are we going to see crash bandicoot get more games? Crash, are Spyro, we going to Tony Hawk, give, man? Give, give Kazooie to toys for Bob, my guy straight up. Straight Somebody up. do that. You know, like are, if, when we start seeing those moves, that's going to be an exciting time. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited for those games dailies. Yep gonna be
1: absolutely wild um let's move on to story number two here uh controversial Activision Blizzard boss Bobby Kotick to remain CEO until end of 2023 this comes from Wesley Yinpool at IGN following confirmation of Microsoft's buyout of Activision Blizzard controversial CEO Bobby Kotick has confirmed he will remain the boss of the Call of Duty maker only until the end of 2023 in an email to Activision Blizzard employees Kotick said to Xbox boss Xbox boss Phil Spencer uh, had asked him to stick around as CEO to the end of this year, suggesting an exit in 2024. Uh, I have long said that I'm fully committed to helping with the transition. Phil's asked me to stay on as CEO of APK reporting to him. And we have agreed that I will do that through the end of this year. We both look forward to working together on a smooth integration for our teams and players. Absolutely no surprise here. You know, yeah. like obviously fuck Bobby Kodak. We've talked about that a million times and we continue. We will continue to do so. He's gonna be gone in a couple months. He's gonna be gone with way more money than this motherfucker deserves. Yeah,
0: that's the that's the tough thing about it, is that like, of course, wish this was like, a oh, Bobby Kotick is out today. I think on, on the realistic uh, realistic side of it, right? Like, there, I'm sure there has to be a trans- transitional period for it to be the baton pass, but at least it sounds like he's gonna be gone sooner or later, and that is a good thing. Of course, he's gonna make a lot of money. He's already made a lot of money. Here's
1: the thing, the, like, the, the way I see this is, Yes, it it would be nice for him to just fucking get booted and be like, no, fuck you. Yeah. That's not how business works. That's not how life works. And the team needs a transition. And him being underfilled, this is what needs to happen to give Xbox the best chance at an activate. Everybody involved the best chance at having a better future and having that future happen uh, smoother and quicker than yeah. than than possible otherwise. Um, but yeah, and also, it's October 13th. Mm-hmm. We're talking about
0: two and a half months oh yeah okay yeah i thought you're making a friday the 13th no 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 I'm no no this is gonna be here yeah but yeah i really hope he's gone uh, yeah. by 2024
1: and i mean i, I think that he will be I, I think that like maybe not january 1st but i do mm. think that uh that, th- that what they're saying here is going to actually stick uh but we won't have to wait too long to find out about that uh we have sonic superstars review roundup coming up but before we get to that Ooh. bless let me tell you a word from our sponsors This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. You can bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. There's a ton of these football games happening and each and every one you're going to want to be there on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook Book app now, and you can use code KINDAFUNNY. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code KINDAFUNNY only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you can call 1-877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-777 7 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, Licensee Partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void and ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms responsible. Gaming resources. Hi, I'm Daniel,
0: founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potential Your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code Spotify for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: This
1: episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Story number three, Sonic Superstars Review Roundup. It's currently sitting at a 74 on Metacritic and a 74 on OpenCritic. Jada Griffin at IGN gave it a 7 out of 10. Saying, I started Hedgehog over heels for Sonic Superstars, but the more time I put into it, the easier it was for me to see its Eggman-sized flaws. The decision to focus more on exploration was a great idea on paper and creates a unique dynamic to each level, but I wish it hadn't sacrificed speed in exchange. The boss designs are creative and clever, but often wear out their welcome with long periods of being untargetable and occasionally frustrating one-hit KO mechanics. The soundtrack may not have anything as iconic as Hydro City or uh, Spring Yard Zone, but it features some excellent... Uh, additions to an already long list of Sonic bangers. If only the sound design was up to the same quality standard. And while the campaign still enjoyable, Superstar's multiplayer components are far worse options than anything in past Sonic games. Wow. Like digging emeralds out of the rough, Sonic Superstar's new ideas end up feeling like a mix of both interesting and ill-advised, making it an amusing Sonic game, but not exactly a super one. Um, God bless. There was always a beef between, is it Hydro City or Hydrosity. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, which one, I, which one did you say I missed it? Well, it's spelled...
1: They put a space here. They very clearly are team Hydro City. And I'm with it, Jada. Yeah? Yeah, I'm Hydro City all the way. Yeah. Hydro City definitely makes more sense based on what the zone is. Yeah.
0: But, like... It's a Hydro City. It's Hydrocity, baby. It's not a Hydrocity. <laughs> Hydrocity Zone. It's just fun to say. It is, that, it is fun to say. And <laughs> I'll accept that in many of our hearts it is Hydrocity because it's the Sega Genesis and the fucking words just put together. It's Hydro City. Let's be real. I love it, man. Let's be real. I love it.
1: Um, Damn. I just want to stop it because I thought that was a very well-written review. It was, yeah. And and, and with everything said there, this really bums me out because, well, first off, we haven't played this yet. No. Uh, We didn't get codes for this, which, a little weird, I don't necessarily think that there was shenanigans at play, but I do think it's surprising we didn't get codes for this um, because we normally do get codes for these things, and, like, we did request them, Um, but I'm bummed out because this review, like, just the first time we saw the game, I feel like we could have wrote this review already.
0: Yeah. Like, that bums me out that, like...
1: It just, it it delivered exactly what it looked like and it, it should have been more. It really should have been more. It's
0: the part more. where Jada says that uh, the new ideas end up feeling like a mix of both interesting and ill-advised. That's the part where you're hoping that, okay, maybe the new, hopefully yeah. the new ideas are the thing to get right. Right? Because that is what you want out of this. The art style isn't necessarily the most appealing thing to me. The like, In fact- Mm-hmm. Unappealing. Unappealing. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like just make a Sonic Mania. Like just make it the thing that we want. But yeah, like I don't really like how the art style is, and like for me that's such a huge factor into a 2D Sonic game. um But like, hopefully the soundtrack hits. I don't know if the soundtrack's gonna hit. Right. Like if it, even if those two things slip up, for this game that looks like it's trying to do new things, at least I hope the new things hit. And Jada not liking the new things, I'm like, oh damn. All right, cool. Well. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are.
1: Chris Scullian at VGC gives it a 4 out of 5, saying Sonic Superstars absolutely nails the classic 16-bit Sonic gameplay. Its power-ups are hit or miss, and its extra modes and co-op will divide opinion, but fans of the Mega Drive slash Genesis days will adore the way this mixes that old feel with a new look. Uh, And then Alex Donaldson at VG247 says 3 or gives it a 3 out of 5. In its core mission, Sonic Superstars is successful. It recreates the foundation of 2D Sonic, some of the finest platformers ever made. Well, Good for you, Alex. Hello, Alex. Good yeah. You <laughs> stick uh, stick to your truth. <laughs> unfortunately, the new elements layered atop that are rather hit or miss. I personally don't think this is anywhere near as good as Mania, but it's good. In fact, it's good enough that I f- expect fan debate about which game superior to be fairly heated, which is a surefire sign that Sega's on the right track. See, this review gets me interested. Yeah. Uh, this I think he's wild here saying that the, that there might be debate between this and yeah. Mania. I don't think there's gonna like, be debate I between doubt Mania. That. Um. But look, here's the thing. Does any of this make you want to play this game less?
0: Not really. If I'm right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's Sonic, and so like that's also my chat. We'd be like, "Oh man, uh, uh, like press F for Sonic or whatever." Like, damn, like what a L? And it's like, bro, it's Sonic. Uh, it's, uh, seven out of tens for Sonic is par for the course. This just feels part of the
1: expected. experience. And like that's, if anything, I'm disappointed. It's not more, but it's not like I expected it to be more. You yeah. know, I just wanted it. Like, I just hope. Flashboard, I mean, was one of those like things that just. That was a dream fucking come true. I can't believe that game actually exists
0: and yeah. a- is as good as it is.
1: But it still exists. It's still there. I can go back. Can and I still go back. and play it. Anytime I can we go want. back
0: and play Sonic Origins with the bugs. <laughs> like yeah. I still and love it. Most of Origins. those are fixed. Yeah, the Sonic Origins Plus came out. Yeah, and then but Plus came out, and then like reintroduced a bunch of new bullshit. fucking. Thing. But um, yeah. Like I mean, flash back to about a year ago, I guess eleven months ago, where I reviewed Sonic Frontiers, and my review started with Sonic Frontiers is a three out of five game that I love like a five out of five, like. This is part for the course. This is part of what it is. I'm going to play Sonic um, uh, Superstars and either love it despite its flaws or like it fine. And like, I think for me, as somebody who likes these games and I play them probably mostly for the nostalgia of it. And just for the, I just like this type of game experience of it. I'll be fine. T Lopes is doing some of the music. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, you know, Tails is there. Tails is there. Is there. adorable. He plays Amy Rose and she has a she's, hammer. He's there. She's a hammer. That's well, what it's all
1: about. All right, we'll see. Well, uh, check in with us next week. I have a feeling that, that Bless and I will will have some thoughts on this at some point. Um,
0: now, what sucks is that, I mean, since we didn't get codes, right? And what, when does Mario Wonder come out? I forget. The 20th. Like, and this is out, what, the 17th? <laughs> Monday, yeah. We'll see when you get op- opinions from I guess, me. On I don't this think, think we're going to get a full <laughs> review from us <laughs> yeah. on, on this one. Because I, I might... I'll, I'll, I'm probably gonna play Wonder before this. Yeah. Unless like, well, I guess it's Sonic, so I could knock it out in probably a day and a half. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see.
1: Story number four. Ubisoft exec says physical sales may continue to fall, but they're not going away. This comes from Tom Ivan at IGN. Ubisoft executive Chris Early foresees a future where physical game sales may continue to decline, but he doesn't think they'll ever go away completely. The Assassin's Creed publisher recently agreed to acquire cloud gaming rights outside the European economic area for all Activision Blizzard games released over the next 15 <laughs> years. Cause that makes sense to everybody. Uh, and while the company is betting on streaming, revolutionizing the games industry in the same way it's transformed the TV and film businesses early, who was an influential figure in the negotiations for the Activision rights, thinks physical sales will always have a place. There's a collector edition market. Ubisoft's SVP strategic partnerships and business development told the company's website. There's the aspect of gifting physical items allowing access for people to be able to easily purchase a game in a store and gift them to their friends or family some people will always want to own the physical disc i just don't think it's going away do i think physical sales might get lower over time sure but will ever completely go away i don't think so
0: you watched the tetris movie right i did one of my favorite parts of that movie was arguably the whole movie where it was hey let's spend this entire film arguing about who has the like pc rights versus the cartridge rights versus the handheld rights and like, that was the entire movie, mm-hmm. and it was riveting content. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I, I feel like this would make a good modern version of that, is like, hey, <laughs> and this will be the sequel, honestly. It's about Call of Duty and the whole Activision Blizzard thing, and now like, we're introducing a new rights. It's the cloud streaming rights outside of the European economic area. Yeah. Let's, just make, let's just make a whole movie about how the fuck we know it down I mean, to those Hopefully, you can rights.
1: explain it so that it makes sense to me. Because, bless, it doesn't make sense to me still. No matter. People, get I've get seen, to, the chat, the I've seen comments, people tweet, tweeting at me about this shit. I'm like, I, I still don't get why it's Ubisoft.
2: <laughs> oh, why it's Ubisoft? Yeah. Because they like streaming stuff. Oh, no. Because, like, you needed, you For needed somebody, you could play Odyssey, uh, like Odyssey on a browser that one week. Yeah. That was crazy.
0: Yeah. You needed, like, a good third party who. <laughs> like you need somebody who wasn't Microsoft, obviously. You need somebody who probably wasn't PlayStation because that's should direct competition. Like not Nintendo I think, either. I think, I think Ubisoft th- got involved. Ubisoft <laughs> is. I think Ubisoft is the perfect. Hey, you don't like. Like you don't really have a stake in this. This is the plot of a Disney Channel original. This
1: fucking thing got me again. Yeah, I know it got me just now too. God damn. um Jeez. What?
2: She's been there for a while.
1: I know, but yeah, just, but we're locked out in. Out of my mind. We're locked. Yeah, man. we're and talking about just, Ubisoft just here. right now. But this is the plot of a Disney Channel original movie where they're just like, "Who's gonna get off the bench?" And then Ubisoft stands up. <laughs> and it's just like, "I could do it." They're like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> snap!
0: Do we want you? Do we want you to do it?" No, I think it, I think it legitimately is Ubisoft ha- is like such a non-competitor in everything that's going on here that like, and they, they have as Ubisoft, we have something to gain, right? Like, oh yeah, we get, we get to make money by licensing Call of Duty streaming rights sure and like we get we get to license it back to activision fuck yeah like if activision came to you tim and we're like hey we want to give you the kind of funny Gets <laughs> the rights i'd be like we'll figure it yeah, out yeah we want to give you the rights to call of duty <laughs> and you, you get to license it to anybody including us mm-hmm. outside of the european economic area we'd take the rights mm-hmm. that's a lot of money yeah. like cool yeah we do it because we're, we're a third party in this we don't have anything to gain or lose oh, based on it. the fucking ease of everything Like, i it makes it's surprising it's weird it's left field but i think it makes sense yeah it's is weird this yeah, <laughs> is
1: weird totally totally uh going back to the actual story here about the the physical sales stuff i mean it's just it, this is a funny non-story like this is definitely just taking a mm. quote that some dude said and like turn it turning it into a thing yeah the reality is physical games are gonna go away and i think they're gonna go away a lot sooner than any of us would like them to i am very very sore bless uh-huh still sore over the last year my heart has just been shrinking and getting darker and darker as every time I went to a Best Buy and saw the aisles of Blu-rays get smaller and smaller mm. and smaller to the point that they're just not there anymore. Then you go to a Target. They're not there anymore. They're just not in the what stores What are in the anymore. aisles now? Like, you go to, what are people buying in, in Best Buys? I don't fucking know, Bless. Like, That's an excellent question. Yeah. Smart home stuff. And like,
2: like what are stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, do they still have like the camera section? So that's they have cameras. Yeah. yeah,
1: they have Legos now. What? It's like Wait, GameStop. Yeah, dude, it's Why? like GameStop selling Funko Pops, man. Uh, that's mm. how it feels. It's really, really Is sad out there. Best Buy in there. trouble. I'm not kept up with Best Buy. I don't fucking know who. I mean, probably, but they announced yesterday, bless. Best Buy announced that officially, late this year or early next year, they're gonna stop selling physical movies.
0: That's so messed up.
1: Period. Not even online. Just gone.
0: Where are you supposed to get these things then? I don't fucking know.
1: Because Best Buy was the spot. Best Buy was like the leading place for in America, at least for like exclusive steelbooks and all that stuff. And that's to the point of Tom Ivan here about there is uh, um, an audience for the collector's edition and the special things and wanting to kind of just own something you love, even if you like you can get it on streaming for free for cheap, whatever it is. People still want to own this thing, and like there's a lot of sickos like me out there that that do, but they don't give a fuck. That it's dwindled enough. Like I was seeing stats that it's just like. These like having them was losing them money. <laughs> like, Jesus. they literally weren't making enough money from this shit. Is Games Target also
2: all gone, or is that just like city targets and stuff?
1: No, like, ta- the big targets, the two giant targets here, don't have Blu rays right now. Fuck. Yeah, man. That's it's,
2: sad. It's one Someone else was saying Barnes and Noble. I don't know what the bar- closest Barnes and Noble is.
1: Barnes and Noble, there's one in Tanforan, uh, oh, and, it, shit. and okay. it does. It has a small, but it does mm-hmm. have a physical uh, section, which I've been having to go buy uh, some recent movies there. And their shit is fucking outlandishly uh, overpriced. Like Damn. they're just like retail, which is not how people fucking buy these things. So, anyway, all that's to say, video games are not going to be physical for much longer. I think you that find much longer. Um, that I think. That gets hard because of how generations work with games, but mm-hmm. I, I think that there is a high likelihood that the next generation of PlayStation and Xbox do not have disk drives. Wow. There could I, be a way that it's an optional thing that you can buy it. I mean, that's PlayStation's what I think even kind of building in here, but... I think,
0: I think the detachable disk drive PS5 that got announced, I think that's going to be the standard. I think by the time we get to the PlayStation 6, it is going to be a digital console, but you will be able to attach a detachable disk drive if you buy it separately yeah because i don't i think you're right in terms of the amount of physical um media for games is going to decrease substantially because you look at the sales of the xbox one s you look at probably the amount like i would look to see the sales of the digital version of the playstation versus the physical version because you know i think that'll probably be very telling in terms of where people are at but as PlayStation, as Xbox, you're making a lot more money on the digital side as opposed to like having to pay like all Mm -hmm. these different third-party aspects on the physical side, right? Whether it be Best Buy, whether it be all these things. Um, And so, yeah, like I think you have a reason to wanna push the audience toward digital. Um, And I think the audience is just like veering more and more in that direction. But I don't think, I think we're still at a place where all digital isn't a viable um, way to to do this for enough people. Like who like like we talk about the rural areas and who don't have access to good internet and all that stuff. I think there's still enough of those people out there where you can't completely eliminate it yet. maybe by the PlayStation 7 we can, but I think
1: I think it's by the PS6. I think that like the, the people you're talking about, I think with this is, the tech and systems in place and like the way of the world, like we can say all this all we want of like, oh how are they going to do it? It's like, well, how do they watch TV and movies because TV and movies don't give a fuck about them not having physical mm-hmm. stuff. that's all digital, right and sure, I like, like the games now, Alan Wake too digital
0: yeah but you don't have to download 150 gigabytes to watch a movie yeah
1: i mean you have to download a lot with the bitrate and stuff like maybe not sure. 150 gigs but yeah, like yeah. You're, you're cloud streaming 4k services or
0: you're not <laughs> or or they're not you like, just definitely... don't have the, the ability to do that and, so like, you I, don't i think there's a lot of people that probably don't like i i think there's enough people i think we're in the not minority necessarily, but we are—we're an echelon of person, Tim, that like oh, yeah. is doing 4K, is like experiencing these things at the highest fidelity possible because we have the luxury to do it. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are, dude. I'm watching this shit at 720p because yeah. that oh, is the internet. internet definitely that I have. They definitely are, yeah. but
1: I feel like that those people—they're still doing that. <laughs>
0: you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but I also—I don't, don't think those people. I think those people are also the people to buy uh, physical. Right? Yeah. I, don't think, I don't know if those are the same people that are ready to go all digital.
1: Yeah, with their games. I don't know, man. I, I think that the fact that we're seeing big games come out digital only, like huge games, wait? it's like, all right, like that to me is a telltale sign that they're like, eh, you know what? We don't need those people buying the games because we, we're making enough up from the other, other things. And if we just triple down on that, um, again, I'm very salty because I love uh, physical stuff. But again, I the game side of it for me, and you're right, very privileged in a different position with this stuff like i prefer digital games i actually i can't remember the last time i played a game off of a disc even if i like had the disc i would try to get the digital version yeah. to, to play that because normally the i SSD, don't think I've played, installing shit, all
0: that like i don't think i have played a playstation 5 game off of a disc i don't think I, I, I actually i have not the only game like the only game i put into my ps5 excuse me um physical has been overwatch so I can play Overwatch 2, which yeah. is kind of weird that that works that way. Yeah. That's, the only, that's the only way I've done it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. Sad time for me. But uh, um, the point here uh, from Chris early about like people like the collector's editions, I feel like they're just going to keep going the direction that they have been recently, which is collector's editions that don't even have the game. Or it's just a download code. Like you're not actually getting the disc at all. I feel like that is the solution that gets everyone here exactly what they're looking for. Uh, and the consumers that actually want the disc, they're going to be like, fuck you. We don't care because mm-hmm. they don't care. And fortunately, nobody cares enough. We let this happen, everybody, and I understand it. I totally get it. I totally get I'm it. I'm trying to remember why it I put sucked. in my Overwatch
0: disc because that game is free to play. <laughs> <laughs> was it a beta, Chad? Does anybody relate to this? Do you guys remember putting in your Overwatch? I <laughs> disc mean, maybe into your PS5. Why did I do that?
2: <laughs> it it might have been even though it was free to play. Like maybe your account back at the time when you first have Overwatch was locked to the like you had to prove again that you had. The, the, yeah. the uh, disc.
0: It might have been that like I just wanted to play Overwatch 1 and it was before Overwatch 2 came out. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Zasik in the chat says that there's a big difference because uh, with movies, the Blu-ray, the physical is better quality than the, the digital, um, but there's not a difference with games. That's not true. There is a difference with games. It's actually better digitally. <laughs> it mm-hmm. loads faster, the SSD and all that stuff. So it's like, it, it's an even better argument against <laughs> the physical side of games where especially these days with firmware updates, day one patches, like the reality of games. Now you're not playing games on discs. You're just not, no, you're not like not fully, not completely, yeah. not in the real way that you, that Disc is just a key. Yeah. So <sighs> story number five, EA sports FC is getting a turn-based tactical spinoff. A what? Oh yeah. Comes from Chris Gully oh, yeah. and FVGC. Uh, EA has announced a turn based spin off game based on its EA Sports FC series, formerly known as FIFA. EA Sports FC Tactical is coming to iOS and Android in early 2024 and replaces the typical EA Sports FC gameplay with strategic turn based gameplay, according to EA. The game emphasizes in-game strategies such as stamina and power play management. Matches are simulated with turn-based opportunities to defend, attack, perform skill moves, and make attempts on target, resulting in authentic football action like never before. The game will feature 5,000 real players across more than 10 leagues, including the Premier League, La Liga, uh, Bundesliga, Liga 1, and Serie A. I think I got those. You got them. Okay, great. Uh, EA Sports FC Tactical... (laughs) <laughs> is that what they're calling it? I think it is. Yeah, Esports
0: That's yeah. tactical. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> they should have called it tactics.
1: Uh, we'll include a wide range of playable modes from online-friendly matches to intense online competitions, including rank matches, leagues, and guilds. Uh, train players to master high-skill moves, unlock perfect traits for deeper progression, and customize your team with various items like stadium designs, kits, and balls. Uh, the game could be pre- pre-registered oh, yeah. now on uh, iOS App Store and Google Play.
0: Kind of cool. I love this, honestly. I... As you know, I've been I've joined a soccer league with Mike, unfortunately, <laughs> and other people. Cool Greg, who is man. Let me let me tell you, man. <laughs> Last night we did a practice. It was so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much. And like I've I am starting to gain a newfound love for soccer slash football. That like i I think I'm gonna play the sport forever. Yeah. I am I am having an absolute blast. We did a practice, We were like doing different practice drills. Where like Cool Greg brought a bunch of cones because he just owns cones and we put down we put down the cones and we had to like dribble through the cones and then shoot the ball. Fuck yeah. Um, cool Greg's friend Eric, who did not sign up for our soccer team. Mm-mm. We just we've just forced him to play. Good. And so he was being our goalkeeper last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, fucking, just, just, just just we had like penalties that we were doing, just straight up pelting this guy with the ball. And he was having a great time too. It's just been so fucking fun. But one of the things that I was realizing as I was playing last night is that I have I think I have a mind for like soccer strategy, but my execution is just so whack sometimes where like I'll go for a through pass where like I pass the ball. Um it's like a leading pass where I pass the ball in front of my other attacker and they'll like you know go in for the last hit. And I'm like, man, I'm putting on too I'm putting too much power into this thing. I'm not putting enough power into this thing. I'm passing right into the defender. And I'm like, man, I wish my execution was better. I wish I I wish I had a a an outlet to where I can only think about the strategy, the tactics of it the all, the tactics of it all. And oh. guess what? EA Sports Tactical is Fuck here. Yeah, dude. I Let's love fucking that go, um, Tim. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through these different football leagues, okay? Slash soccer leagues. Love this. I to tell you, or I want you to tell me which country they are located in. Oh no, God!
1: So two things that I'm horrible
0: at. Yes. So Premier League. Where do you think that
1: that is? Ooh, the Premier League. I mean, it's got to be fucking USA, right? No, Premier absolutely. Baby. absolutely not. We are the
0: MLS. We are the mm. the furthest thing from Premier mm. possible. Even though mm. now we have Messi, and so we're getting there. Okay. But Messi can't hold a whole continent on his back, a whole country. Yeah. Uh, Premier League is in England.
1: Okay, yeah. Cool.
0: La Liga. La Liga?
1: Um, that's just uh, down the street from La Cienega Boulevard in, in Los Angeles.
0: It's close. That's,
1: oh, yeah? Spain. Spain. Okay, good, Spain. Cool. That was my second answer.
0: I believe it's Spain, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like that. Uh, next one is Bundesliga. Bundesliga, yeah, which I might be pronoun- mispronouncing, but
1: mm, Bolivia.
0: No, good guess though. Yeah, I-, I see where you're going with that. Uh, that one would be Germany. So close. Bundesliga. Um, and yeah, double checking. Yeah, La Liga is indeed Spain because that's where Barcelona plays. Uh, next one, League One. League One. League One. Um, oh. Spelled L
1: I G U E. Oh, that changes. League things. One. Um, definitely, it is, it is. that is clearly the origin place of, of soccer, mm-hmm. of football, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, which would be um, Canada.
0: Mm. Well, we already went through the origin place, which is, I believe, England, mm. okay? Mm. Somewhere in Europe. Mm. Uh, no, League One would be um, France. Cool. I believe that's where P- French-Canadian. P- got it. That's Ex- where exa- I got, that's where see, I got you're close. Yeah. Uh, last one is Serie A. Serie A.
1: And uh, can I get a spelling on that?
0: League, I keep forgetting League One is League One because it's French. French One, mm. Got League, Un, deux, trois, league My Balls? While <laughs> La, League, league my, uh, I have no idea. Serie A would be Italy. I'm double checking oh. as I say these out loud. But yes, Italy is what that would be. Hmm. So you're close. You learn something every day. Yeah. Yeah. There I you did go. okay. You did all right. I did all right.
2: Chat saying ah. Uh. Serie A.
0: Listen, I all- can I can I read all these things when I'm playing FIFA. All right, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I'm not doing text you don't to voice. Listen, you
2: don't listen to the 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 people, uh, the commentary. Yeah, but they don't always
0: like talk about the leagues. I guess they do. I guess I just never catch it. Yeah. You know, You're if blessing will ever like...
1: actually get educated and understand football, oh, yeah. that's so far away. If we want to know what's coming to mom and shops today, where would we look?
0: You look toward the official list of upcoming software across the eShop platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday.
2: Do 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 yeah.
1: Out today, we got Lords of the Fallen on PC, PS5, Xbox, Siri. Theory, ah, x and ah. saw. <laughs> uh, alfadia one and two on everything cut the rope three on mobile you, for reals
0: the third one whoa i didn't know there was a second one i think they just skipped it that's this amazing. went straight to three it was like when it's like when uh tech companies go straight to x yeah from eight yeah <laughs>
2: and they're like oh, skip nine. Eh, fuck nobody it. cares about who nine. cares uh
1: the grinch christmas adventures on everything and then transformers earth spark
2: expedition on everything wait tim tim you're yeah. telling me the grinch has a game that's on every platform, including. Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. True. The theories abound. Is Sakurai out of retirement?
0: I'm more curious about this Transformers game. Yeah, what's, what's going on with I mean,
2: this? Trans- what was it called?
1: Transformers Earthspark Expedition.
2: Hmm. Cut the Rope 3. <laughs> Cut the Rope 3, Is that where we're at? Dude, that, what a throwback there. That yeah, was dude. like, wasn't that a thing like when we were in high school, less? Yeah, that was like an iPod Touch. You're playing that. Damn.
1: Dude, Bear, you know how back at IGN you had to do guides and like record footage of you playing through a whole bunch of games?
2: Um, Yeah. L- let me tell you about the month that uh, Sam had me working on uh, wiki guides for Candy Crush. Yeah. For a month.
1: Yeah. Back when I was an uh, intern at IGN, I had to do all the video guides for Cut the Rope 1.
2: Wow.
0: And it was wild. We put wow. in our time too. I
1: was not good at that game. We,
0: were, we so, put in our time. How like, are you not good at cut the rope? I mean, I was fine, but like, say, I, it's such a straightforward game. Yeah, but okay. but you got to do what, is cut
1: the rope. Think about, this, think about this. What if I told you, hey, mm-hmm. I need you to make video guides of the correct solutions, the best mm-hmm. solutions for one star, two star, three star?
0: <laughs> for oh, okay. Yeah, like, that's a bit exciting. I could
1: play cut the rope.
0: Mm-hmm. Can I for sure get three stars the right way? <laughs> no disaster in my head cut the rope seems way easier than i'm sure it actually is because now as i remember it, it's just like you just gotta cut the ropes in the right order right that's all it that's was. all you gotta that's do that's all you gotta do yeah you know it's mario you just jump you just that's all yeah, you, you just gotta do You has gotta Number jump ah oh, man the rope. is this transformers, transformers
1: earth spark oh. Earth oh expedition damn bless damn <laughs> that that boy said it all it uh, went oh. it
0: went from being like oh this looks interesting to oh this looks ah
2: Nah, back to the. Uh-oh. This
0: seems like I, my nephew, my nine year old nephew, yeah. would enjoy this, I think.
2: If we were it still kids, like a kids, we'd game. be into this game. This
0: looks like a kid's game. That's not fucking Skywarf. Get the goddamn fuck out of here.
2: Damn.
1: Insulting. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I looked. uh...
1: Where are we at here? Let's freaking. Well, let's do you wrong. I'm sure we got everything right. If anybody wrote it about any football or soccer shit, I'm gonna fucking punch <laughs> you with a
0: dick. Let's see. Mm. No football, I can confirm.
2: Yeah, chat's right. That game really uh, really soured uh, Tim's uh, day today.
0: It did, man. That sucks. I was in such a good mood. Yep. Ooh, Sorry. I like this one from Bander SN. The top Skywarp's five. Skywarp's purple. The top fucking five. Are we it. sure that was Skywarp was it not Bumblebee? I assumed it was Bumblebee. Well, that was Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, the yellow? Okay. Then, then the guy that when it popped up and it said Skywarp underneath them. Oh, I missed it. I, at yeah. that point I'd i tuned out. I was I didn't care anymore. Uh SN says the top five gaming companies by revenue. Number one, Tencent, seven point five billion dollars. Wow. So number two, Sony, four point three. Man. Number three, Apple almost double. Wild. Apple's number Apple. three, three point six billion. None uh, of us would have said that, but it makes sense. Microsoft three point two billion and then NetEase two point seven billion. Abe
1: Roman th- says go play war for Cybertron, Tim, and take back your mood. That would be a great idea. Get on it, Activision. Get on it, Xbox. Activision
0: was the number seven at $2.3 billion. Good
1: for them. Huh. Um... Murph Dad says Minecraft does not have any Microsoft or Xbox branding upon startup, just uh, the the Mojang Studio screen, followed by the Minecraft logo.
0: But don't you have to log into your Xbox account or something?
1: Uh, but Minecraft Dungeons does show Xbox Game Studios logo. Mm.
2: So. Same with Psychonauts. Uh, on the other side, same with uh, PlayStation, with MLB The Show. If you uh, boot it up on Xbox, you see the PlayStation Studio startup thing.
1: Um... People are saying that uh, Tim's commentary about digital video games loading faster than disc video games was incorrect. Consoles don't play games from the disc itself anymore. The game's fully installed and plays from the hard drive. Uh, no different than downloaded version of the game. I think that game. was the point, though, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the point
0: you're making, is that yeah. like these discs mean nothing.
1: Yeah, so.
0: They're pieces of plastic. We're, if anything, we're fucking up the environment. Get rid of them.
1: Fucking figure it out, dude. Everybody. God, that Transformers game ruined my day. Do you know what's going to make my day better, bless?
0: Seeing the trailer for the Grinch game.
1: No, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Talking to you about Loki oh. on the screencast we're about to record that'll soon go up on youtube.com/slash kind of funny, so you can check that out. Uh, this has been a very fun week hanging out with everybody here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. We will return next week uh, with a host cast that looks like this: Monday, Greg and me; Tuesday, Greg and Tam; Wednesday, bless and Andy; Thursday, bless and me; Friday, me and bless. It's gonna be fun. Hell yeah! It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Prepare yourselves, everybody. Next week's gonna be a lot.
0: Yeah, pretty chill week, it looks like on Pretty, calendar. pretty chill. Not week. much happening next week.
1: Nothing crazy. Not a Spider-Man 2 coming out. Not a Mario Wonder coming out. Not a Blink one eighty two album coming out. Don't forget Sonic. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, don't forget Sonic.
2: Don't forget Sonic. Don't forget it's Sonic. Forget been eleven Sonic. years since Tom's. When been been does on Hot Wheels Only come out? Is that next next week too? <laughs> Fuck, that is, I think. Or maybe it's today. I don't know, man.
1: I don't know, man. Anyway, well, till next time.
0: Not, it's not on us today, so I don't think it's today. It's been our pleasure to serve you.